Last episode, after the traumatic events that befell Basin, the party decides they should head back to Castle and wait for word from Ozak in the capital. However, when they return to the entrance, they learn some of the unsettling truth about Flint's amulet. Not only is the amulet some degree of sentient, but housed within is a demigorgon. After a small scuffle, the party heads to the church to receive payment from their successful hunt. They also receive their adventurous charms, which allow them to take on quests without peacekeepers or imperial guards. When returning to the tavern, they learn that the amulet responds to simple yes or no questions, and begin to pry. My name is Ashley, and I play Lopard. Hi, my name is Bree, and I will be playing Kyrie. Hi, I am Nyx, and I'll be playing Avani. Hi, I'm March, and I play Flint Bright. Hi, my name is John, and I'll be playing Gooey. And I'm Rob the DM, and welcome to the Homebrew. So, you start to get rapid flashing of memories. You see from lower down than you'd expect because the arms are like either side a mage commanding spells on the top of a mountain raining down hellfire you see three people stood around a uh, like ritual circle chanting and then boom it flashes and changes again you see these two other figures doing the chanting boom it flashes it changes you see three other pieces of jewellery. You see two rings with almost like that look like eyes and you see a big like thin golden headband in the same kind of colour and then it changes again and then a word appears in your mind. Just the word Negru and then it forces you out. The amulet is sat back on the floor after you got those weird rapid succession like images and stuff he was just kind of staring at the ground just kind of like closing the eyes and just kind of shaking their head a little bit just like looks a little bit dazed just staring up in the air does that word mean anything or ring any bells no you good gooey you good yeah um, yes, okay. What did you just do? That the tendrils that Gooey had put out to mind read, uh, when it forced Gooey out, some of them broke off and start seeping into the amulet. Hmm, oh. that doesn't look good. It's just hungry. Yeah, maybe don't touch it. Especially you. Don't, don't, don't touch the amulet. Okay. Yeah, good, good. What, what did you just do? Was that the same spell from just before? Correct. It has memories, but broken, like shattered glass. And which one are we talking about? The amulet, ah. I suppose. There are more pieces. Excuse me? Oh, okay. There are two rings, as well as a headband of gold. Two rings and a headband. Two words. 
sear into your brain is Vaughn. And as you say headband, another one, Wepor, sears into your brain. Okay. I did not know they were named. Uh, they're named? Apparently. The amulet teleports to you. So I'll cock my head at the amulet. Do you have name? It stays on you. It stays on Captain or me? On you. Hmm. Just for reference, it's going to teleport to whoever's asking questions. <laughs> um, unless it's something specific. Okay. I'll just take a... F just place it back on the ground. So you're telling me there are more of these? Apparently, more... Hmm. Based on the vision I had, would it be a safe guess to assume that for each person I saw, there was also a piece of jewellery as well? They weren't wearing like, the jewellery, no. Like, no, but there was one person on their own, and there's one headband, and there's two others, and there's two rings. But then there was so, also three? What you would have picked up from the ritual is there were three people and mm. three pieces of jewellery that come together. Yes. So the ring would reference, uh, the two rings would reference one person, the headband would be one, and the yes. amulet would be another. Okay. What time of night or day is it? You all have been drinking and you got back pretty late, so it's probably about like midnight coming close to one o'clock in the morning. Maybe we should just sleep on this. I agree. He's already going to be sleeping. <laughs> you can ask it more questions if you want. Flint's going to spend a lot more time asking her questions. Okay, go ahead. I'm just okay. going to look in the amid. Do you ever sleep? It stays on the ground. Well, that's concerning. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is going to be quick rapid fire. Uh, if I die, will you still be bound to my body? Stays on the floor. <clears throat> okay, let's try and not die then. I mean, that's, yeah, obvious. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really. <laughs> but I mean, like, it wouldn't be that bad if you know this monster is just bound to a dead body for the rest of eternity, you know? Yeah. Okay. If you want magic so badly, why on earth would you attach yourself to someone who is basically incapable of it? Or is there a reason for that? It teleports to you. Hmm. Okay. Have you been able to hear me all this time? It or is stays it just... on you. Okay, cool. That's some embarrassing thoughts. Uh, sorry for everything that you have heard <laughs> in the time that I have had you. <laughs> Could you leave me if you wanted to? It stays on you. That's concerning. Okay. Um, you, is there a great... Scary, Captain. <laughs> what have I ever done for this thing? <laughs> is there a greater purpose to what you're doing? It stays on you. <laughs> Does it know about Ozax? Yeah, is it... What about Ozak? Does it, it know? know? About what? Do you read Captain's mind? It teleports to the center of the room. Mm -hmm. That might be a don't know, or at least a no. No. Uh, no is in the middle, yes right. is on you. Okay. Your fantasies are safe, then. <laughs> Thank God. My mind is still trapped. Is this 
Nothing stopping you from talking to me directly. It teleports to you. Okay, that's good to know. Did you seek me out? It teleports to the middle. Okay. Did you, like, soft reset when Gooey identified you? It stays in the middle. Okay. Can you feel pain? It teleports to you. Good, and I throw it out the window. It teleports back to you. <laughs> Bastard! That's it, that's all of them. That's all of them. Anyone else got any more questions for the amulet? Are we being hunted because of you? It stays in the middle of the ground. That's good. That is very good, yeah. Mm. Maybe... Gooey, you said there were more of these things. Should we seek them out? It rapidly teleports to you. Uh, oh. This, this is also the first time that I have this thing now in my hand. <laughs> uh, I quickly give it to Captain. Thank you. <laughs> no, no worries. Do you know where the other pieces are? It teleports to the middle of the ground. Well, that's good. I'm assuming the others might also have some very dangerous stuff inside of them. Maybe. That would be a good guess. Maybe this was experiment. It teleports to you. I thought so. Oh. Experiments are fun. It teleports to the middle of the ground. Hmm. Really, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> it teleports to you. Good to know. Can what? I ask it a personal question, Captain? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Do you know what I am? It teleports to you. For the first time ever, the top half of Gooey's head <laughs> is white. However, the bottom half from pretty much from the chin downwards to the neck, and also on his hands, turn gold. No. You got that, bud? You got that, buddy? Yes. Flynn, I am. Hmm? Sorry, go no, on. No, you go, I, I you go. take off the amulet and just sort of <laughs> hand it back to you. Uh, look at it. Like, would you be annoyed if I remembered what happened when we met? Teleports in the middle of the ground. Okay. I'm not gonna do it, then. Just to spite you. To make it, hang on. it wouldn't be annoyed if you found out. But mm. okay, yeah. <laughs> Would it be good if for you if I found out? It kind of does a half teleport. It's not really sure. I mean, is there even a way? You said you didn't. You don't remember. So no, but Gooey was sure. gonna read my brain. I was. I am tired though. I won't be able to do it till tomorrow. Fair point. Right then, if everyone is good and fine, and it is currently midnight, I think a lot of us should get a lot would get a lot out of resting. It's definitely been a long day for all of us. Oh, yeah, yes. I like to think Kyrie has like stolen Captain's bed or something. <laughs> <laughs> Snoring. <laughs> yeah. What's the little bird doing? Oh, curiosity. I was just hanging out. It was vibing. Whatever bed Kyrie is, was lying on, uh, whatever hammock, sorry, she's flowering it, so 
probably gonna have to go to the other room somebody. <laughs> Someone's sleeping with Little Bird tonight. Gooey sleeps on the floor anyway, it's fine. I was gonna say, it probably, like, curled up under whatever hammock Guy was on. Using her as a blanket. <laughs> like, wrapped a wing around you like Mama Bird. <laughs> I don't think Kyrie likes sleep splayed out anyway. <laughs> Since Stop. it seems to be frequent, I will prepare some things. Um, and I will spend... I'm just going to get out another stone. And I will begin inscribing the Detect Thoughts rune oh, into God. a stone I have. Since it seems to be a frequent thing we're doing now. Yeah. Apparently yeah. so. Got a lot of brains to read. Yep. I recently learned this through expansion of my brain. Sounds painful. It was. Oh. Only Captain would hear someone thinking and be like, yeah, that sounds painful. <laughs> True. I also learned other things. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, so I'll spend just gonna dissolve a gold and five gold into my palm and sort of like, kind of place the stone to the center of my forehead and just focus the detect thoughts spell into it. Yeah. But it'll only be one use and I'll sit there for pretty much half an hour. <laughs> Are you all just gonna conk out for the night then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Okay. Sleep comes pretty swiftly for all apart from Captain, who is probably terrified about what he's learned. <laughs> but I also like to think he's still somehow sleeping soundly, despite all this, like, generalized anxiety. He's too um, tired to sit awake. Yeah. So, morning comes, you hear a lot of chattering, a lot of laughing, you hear the occasional... Almost like fireworks. Um, and it wakes up most of you pretty early. It's probably about 7am. You didn't sleep great. You got maybe six hours. Who's waking up first and stepping on Gooey then? I mean, it's probably Little Bird. Little Bird always wakes up first, right? Yeah. But Little Bird was drinking the night before. I, said, I think that doesn't change much. <laughs> yes. I'm still awake at the crack of dawn. Okay, so Little Bird, looking out of your window or the window in the room early on, what you would see is, uh, you know, a ship you haven't seen before. It's made of, like, quite a pale, like, almost like birch wood, with a lot of heavy iron kind of wrapping across the front and curling. It, it looks quite ornate, quite nice, but you don't notice any sails on it. Oh. Uh, but it's docked up, and there seems to be... Like, people seem to be heading down to the docks. Looks like a shit boat. You see... Another almost firework. But you would recognise what it is. That's Fireball. Oh. I'm going to go and just take a while until he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wake up. <laughs> just because, you Roll know... Roll a d20 for how many times you kick. <laughs> Oh no. Not 20. <laughs> Ivani dies of 1d4 <laughs> embarrassment damage. <laughs> of course. Finally. 
Yeah, I think I just kick over and get away, up and then point over to the fucking the explosions happening and the fucking broken shit and be like, what? "It's not broken. There's no damage to it." Yeah, but it's got no sales, so it doesn't work. Right. Um. Oh. Well, what's that, little bird? How did you kick me awake? Just pointing like. Bow. Fireball. Uh, fireball. Ah, yes. I love that spell. What about it? You see another one launched into the air and exploding midway. Oh, I see. It's a town. Un a town is not under attack, I assume. Uh... No, people seem to be heading down there, laughing and having a good time. Okay. Uh, so there's this boat. I noticed. Would I recognize this from somewhere? The boat. Yeah. Yeah, both you and Little Bird would recognize the design. Oh, okay. It's a boat that... Y you've seen it with sails, but not without sails. It's um, a trade boat from Cornest. The place, the other continent where you two are from. Right, oh, right, Cornest. Well, I did not expect that here. Um, I, I kick Kyrie awake. <laughs> Uh, one by one. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> I like to think Kyra's still in the severely melted armor. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. What a wonderful dream I had last night. It was so eventful. We had like this talking amulet, and uh, you all were so worried, and it was uh, really funny to be honest. <sighs> Why am I in this room? <laughs> Look down, you're melting. Sorry, I just... Uh, what happened? It's fine, just... You know, just, uh... Just, just come look at this boat. Boats? Um... Where? Should point to the one that's currently just firing fireboard into the air. It's not the boat that's firing them. That's yeah, I, I, the I know, but it's like, you know... Yeah, sorry. We can see this right out the window. Yeah. All right. You're not that far off from the docks yourself, so maybe like but a 10-minute walk. So. Just be stepping in, Gooey, walking to the window. Yeah. I, I'm guessing this would wake Gooey up. Nah. <laughs> That's all nah. right. <laughs> traveled with you long enough to be you stepped on. I guess I'll, like, open the window and peek my head outside. You hear it even louder now, just... Yeah, but would I see anything different if I, like, peered my head around the corner out the window? You would see on the back of the ship is a large, weird-shaped clump of metal. Okay. Doesn't really mean anything to me, I guess. Ah. I'm probably just gonna get myself together and stuff like that, just re-prepare and uh, grab my stuff, and I'll open the door, and then I'll just head downstairs immediately. <laughs> okay! Well... I'll need, like, glass of water and stuff like that, just to... Yeah. Nada provides Good you point. with all that kind of shit as you need it. Same as food. Then I'll be down there for a bit, so... Whatever you want to do upstairs and do upstairs. I'll just start throwing stuff at Captain. Just no, grinding, like, bits of paper and... A pocket full of moss and a rock no. I found. Oh, you're getting rid of your moss pocket! <laughs> no, no, no I'll collect it. Okay. 
It's so dry at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's not true. My hands are very sweaty and I'm always holding moss. You haven't been watering your moss ball. My hands are always covered in sweat. It's fine. I don't like the idea <laughs> of birds sweating. Well, the bird's of... a very damp man. Oh. Yeah, just throwing stuff at Captain just continually until he gets up. No, oh, it was too much yesterday. I can't. Just turns oh. over. Oh fuck no! Oh, what does it look like? Big. What is the big? Okay, that doesn't help. He kind of gets out. Look outside. Please don't be the boat. I think it is. I can't deal with it today. It's not. But you also would recognise the boat because you've done uh, trading in Colnest before. <laughs> trading? Couldn't do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, you're selling goods. Yeah. I guess. We're taking them. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay, I couldn't deal with her today. Right, okay, let's go see a boat. Fun, please. I hope no one arrests me while we're there. <laughs> Isn't that just Captain's Perpetual Mood, though? Yeah. I want to find the largest it. pile of gooey. <laughs> yeah. The mother goo. So correct. Find yeah, the mother everybody... goo. Is anyone not wearing shoes? Ah, uh, little bird. Oh. They sleep. Mine's got socks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think little bird um, wears shoes. Shoes, yeah. bird, shoes. Them socks are a little bit sticky now. I'm just gonna like <laughs> cut the biggest part of gooey and just Is it the gently shake the it. I'm gonna like, cut shake... it in my hands and just wiggle it. What is your heart, tiny though? head? Is it... Well, that's what I was gonna say. Where are you gonna poke? Because there's a pile of clothes on the floor. No, I mean, I just, you know, whatever it looks like a bit that you would be more likely to come back to. Yeah, the Central underneath gear. all the yeah, all underneath the clothes, probably. Yeah. Just, just what wiggle, happens with basket when you jelly. do that? Mm. There's a big pile of clothes, that's all I'm gonna say. There's a big pile of clothes and there's a fairly a large pot when GUI collapses, it's sort of like there's a central big bulge where all the clothes are. Yeah there but is. there's like a but there's like <laughs> Uh, there's like a puddle that's sort of around that area, and when Gooey reforms, it kind of all like sucks back in and then turns into Gooey. But there's a bigger like just pile. And that's the thing you've you've never really thought about that until now. Also, play a question. What was the name of the person who owns the scroll shop? I've forgotten. Dooley from Dooley Scriptorium. Dooley, that's it. I'm trying to find. I was looking through my Why notes. Did you forget Dooley? Let's go. Just putting it on my to-do list for today. There's some there's some solid bits in there. Just oh. gonna wiggle it until it starts reforming. Just a small head just pokes out. Just give it a quick pat and then just point out the window and just Oh. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> I like to think it's just like a super high pitched voice. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so small. Hello! Hello! <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Mm. That was a over. to the door. Or the window. Just have a look. Does Gooey even know what a boat is? 
Maybe. A solid question. You've read a lot of books. You know of books. Yeah. yeah. I somehow know I've read books. Yes, that is a boat. I'm just going to nod sagely, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we also noticed the fireballs that are going yeah. off. They're not subtle. Is there a fight? Just shrug. Don't think so. Uh, I'm not sure what what's going on over there. We spent ten minutes looking at a boat. Yeah, just staring at a window. Oh, boat. Shall we get breakfast and go see? Lumber just scrambles out the door. Breakfast. <laughs> Have we been paying for our rooms at all? No, we've got a tab. This is like the fifth time you've asked this, brother. <laughs> no, it's all on tab at the moment. It's all on tab for me because I'm paying it. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying we should probably check that. <laughs> well, Nada said he just put it on tab until like you guys are ready to check out. Oh, we will wobble, wobble downstairs expecting nutrients. Yeah, Nada provides you all with the same kind of breakfast you've been having in Dewey the morning. Doesn't have a chair. He just has the soup bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Nada brings the bucket out ready. <laughs> just crawl into it again. <laughs> yeah. It's Gooey's personal bucket, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Squire, your finest goo bucket, please. So you're eating stuff. Oh, you see Kyrie down there as well, eating. Yeah, I'm going to be asking uh, Nada about the the events going on outside because I think it's some sort of celebration or Nada event. Looks at you and he goes. Um, I don't know much. All I know is Trade Ship came in with uh, new wares from Cornest. It's showing them off all morning. Woke me up, bastards. Yeah. Continue on with my meal. I'm out of it. Like, Kyrie's completely out of it. <laughs> Just completely uh, destroyed so about our armor. Yeah. Would you like some rocks with your breakfast, Kyrie? Real um, groan and just push her breakfast to the center of the table. Say, I, I don't want to eat anymore. I'm fine. Still got the rocks from when you met Glint rumbling around in your belly. Mm. Yeah, those didn't really find the exit, did they? No. <laughs> Still in there. Oh, that would hurt. Not yet. <laughs> the shit episode. D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a 30 minute compilation of Kari trying to squeeze out stones. <laughs> Require your finest porcelain to punish. Not a... <laughs> Shits out with the speed of a shotgun and shatters it. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna see my buckshot? Kari gains a new fucking attack. <laughs> oh god. She never knows when it's gonna happen. Yeah. There's just a big dent in the back of the armor now. <laughs> Wild magic just, just a bit <laughs> shit, to be honest. That'd be actually kind of funny. Just on an attack roll, I have to roll so I don't <laughs> shit <continence>. myself. <laughs> <laughs> Make a uh, continence roll, please. Oh, I've actually got modifiers to that. Oh, yeah, modifier. I wish I didn't pick the lactose intolerant feat. Yeah. <laughs> Minus nine. <laughs> Zatesh bursts in the door as y'all are eating. Um, um, two things. Two things. 
One we'll get to later. The first, though, there's there's a really cool trade ship down the bottom. They've got they've got all these kind of cool stuff that we've never seen before. You see Onzatesh now. On her right is the like fucking that weird sheath that she's had before, like since she met her. But now, kind of like floating lightly on her back, is a buckler and like a very crude sword. I, I, I spent a couple of thousand and got this. And she gets into a battle stance, and you watch as the shield comes round and attaches to her arm, and then she draws her sword from the shield. I'm, I'm ready to become a peacekeeper now. And she puts it back in, and as she. Off. As she clicks the sword back into the shield, it, like, detaches from her arm and floats back onto her back. They... they call it Magitech. There's... there's all kinds of cool stuff down at the docks. Oh yeah, that stuff isn't from around here, is it? Wait, you've seen this kind of stuff before? Limited, but yes. Little birds with the fist bumps, so Vanny. Like, yeah, we <laughs> sure. know this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's very cool. I'm very excited. Um, um, she grabs Captain's hand and starts pulling him away from the table. Oh, can, oh. Can we go look? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, let's go. Uh, guys. <laughs> please, please, the small child won't leave me alone. <laughs> oh, it's fine. He's fine with it. <laughs> Just doesn't okay. want to be alone. Fun's going with uh, Zapesh. Okay, so who else is going? I mean, uh, Kyrie, but she's going to be. Uh, even though she's still relatively close, she's going to be walking around like she's nude. So, you know, covering herself. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, no, I can't let them see my melty armor. Yeah. Zapesh notices you walk in like that and goes, um. You could you could always go talk to Gorman and Beale. They they might be able to fix it. <laughs> um Sure, I guess. I'll I'll talk to them knowing fully like like knowing fine well that that's the only thing what she has on right now, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Kyrie's gonna slide clothes. out the door and kind of like Metal Gear Solid stealth it around. <laughs> you get a few funny looks, but people seem more excited about what's going on on the docks than this strange winged person trying to cover themselves despite being in full plate armor. Yeah, they're gonna be covering themselves with like the wings, sort of, and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Um, do, I, do I notice this? Yeah, you'd notice it. <laughs> Okay, you know, Kyrie, I, I have a much better idea if you uh, want to be stealthy for some reason. And I, I go up to Kyrie and uh, I put my hands towards her and I. That's levitate. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. But I, I concentrate on some magic and I cast invisibility on Kyrie. This is going to be really good until I get in the shop and they start talking to nobody. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, how long does it last? Uh, up to an hour, but I have to concentrate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just oh. screams like, STOP CONCENTRATING! PLEASE! 
Wait, you want seen again? <laughs> I don't understand. Right. Yeah, uh, I'll let that happen. Okay, Kyrie's invisible. You'll make your way down. Captain and, well, Zatash is moving quite quickly and pulling Captain along. I'm guessing Captain's just kind of like the parent who's being dragged around the shop. He's happy that she's safe. That's all okay. I'll say. So, as y'all approach, Ovani and Little Bird, you see on the back of the ship is actually a very large version of something you saw as a very, very basic prototype in Core Nest that eventually siphons magic power from a person and turns it into, like, almost like wind. So they would, like, put their hands on it and concentrate and it would drain the magic from it and propel the boat forward. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a more speedy way to get around rather than just sails or if you're in still waters and stuff. Uh, and you see a stall, uh, very, very busy. There's a lot of people around with a little goblin frantically firing things into the air that you can't make out, which shows the similar, like, um, fireball explosions and stuff. And you hear people, like, going, ooh, ah, ooh. And as you approach, he goes, oh, Flint! Oh, God. You know this guy? He hops up onto the, um, onto the stall. Everybody! No, that's no, it, you, you can be quiet. You can be, you can be really quiet if oh. it, that's. <laughs> shh, shh, please. Okay. Just come and talk to me. Yeah, he I will. Back down, and carries on talking to people. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to keep a bit of a low profile, if that's okay. Of course. Yeah, still with the volume. You know what? That's low fine. profile. Got it. Uh, you know this to be. A goblin by the name of Kreekar. Um, he's someone that you've done business with before in Cornest, in the port of Royka, which is a well-known pirate trading post in Cornest. Okay. And he goes, I have something for you, Flint! Oh, wonderful. What is a it? A nice little surprise for the last meeting we had. I ain't gonna have to pay for it, am I? We see! He notices the uh, serpent's tongue on the side, and he goes, Mmm! I like that! Thanks, I'm eating basin for that. He scurries into the crowd and kind of unhooks it off your back, and then he's back behind Oi. the big exam. Oi! <laughs> you, you give that back! <laughs> no, that's not for touching! Ah, no! Luck. No, give it back! Ah. He hands it over. <laughs> Good. Um, maybe you don't want what I got for you then. If I'm gonna have to trade my sword for it, that's a no. He slaps his hand on, uh, probably comes up to about hip height, like, very nice, ornate wooden box. Do you want to know what's inside, Captain Flint, right? Oh, quiet, please, not with the full, the full, the full title is nice to hear. Captain Bright? Yeah, okay. Uh, let's, let's just keep the volume down, okay? Okay. Uh, okay. He, um, you watch as he rubs a ring and a second kind of mirror version of him appears behind the counter and starts talking to everyone else. 
So you're still here. Yes, well, this one, you see, doesn't it? <laughs> and he's like, Flint! Come yeah. Up, bring your okay. friends! Oh, okay. Guys, guys, this is this is someone I know from the other continent. Great, great businessman. Honestly. He is loud. Yeah, very good with secrecy, this guy. I'm brilliant at it! Wonderful. You know, one time when we were back in there, uh, back in Roka, I remember me and Flint were drinking at a bar, and Flint ended up getting it on with about four different people. It was a wonderful time, honestly. It was brilliant! <laughs> they just went at it in the bar! That sounds dangerous. No, it was, it was, it was fun, though. You can't have fun with that danger. That's Roka! It's what it is! So, and he kind of wraps his fingers. I have a couple of things that might interest you all today. Special, uh, <laughs> off the grid things for you all today. Um, we're meant to be uh, trading these to the uh, the peacekeepers and such for the upcoming war. And then puts his hands over his mouth and he's like, for the upcoming war. <laughs> so. Pulls out a little ring and he goes, This is a magical shield ring. This? Hmm? Well, all of the things I'm going to show you today, actually, were made by Simon. Uh, I don't think you met Simon. No, um, not yet. He used to be known as Scrapyard Simon. He used to work a lot with metals. Um, a fun guy uh, who, during the big magic boom thing, his ability mixed with, I guess, the fact that he's a mushroom. Uh, allowed his spores to become tiny versions of himself. So he got really good at making things. Pardon? I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Why? I was gonna say I was gonna kill him as well. You described Simon as a fun guy. <laughs> no, that's what the race is called. It's literally called Fun Guy. <laughs> it's a race of mushroom people. And <laughs> um, so it allowed him to tinker with all kinds of things so um he's been working in corners for maybe 15 years now um started the whole magitech boom over there you know about it and um, these are prototypes of things he's working on for them uh, but i figured may as well make a bit of gold first before we just hand them over i'm, I'm sure you understand captain flint right yeah mm-hmm 100% so this magical shield ring, and he kind of produces it again. And it's kind of got like clockwork cogs around the side of it and stuff like that, and you can see it ticking ever so slightly. This, this little beauty will completely protect you from a single magic spell of any kind once per week. Give or take certain densities of magic. I won't be held accountable if you die. This one is uh, 1,500 gold pieces, and he kind of sets it on the side. This, oh, I've been showing this off all day. This is uh, what we call the Smoldering Cannon. Uh, you see that it's similar to a flintlock pistol. And he goes, Simon hollowed out the inside of this uh, this piping and rammed it with fire runes. And he kind of cocks it back and just fires it into the air. You see that it's a flintlock pistol that shoots fireball. That's really fucking cool. You me? Okay. Yeah, you can be a gun mage now, bud. <laughs> Sorry, but we uh, just get the pirate a gun. 
the, uh, the runes don't come with it, and you will need to refill them every three uses, but, you know, win some, you lose some. Uh, that one is 3,500. Oh. Uh, this is uh, something that uh, me and Simon worked on. These are the anti-anti-magic sigil gloves. And he produces two, like, big blacksmithing gloves that the inside of the palm has got a load of, like, weird, ornate sigils on. These will stop anti-magic on a person once every three days. A very useful litter. You want to go undetected for certain kinds of things, if you know what I mean, Captain Flintwright. Um, these will set you back a measly 2,500. Uh, and then the last thing uh, that I actually got traded today for a smoldering cannon, um, but I figure it would, uh, <laughs> it would suit you more, Flint. Um, this is, uh, and he kind of pulls out a bit of paper and inspects it. This is, and he's like looking at the paper and like slapping the box. The Lazarus Boon of Time Lost Seas. Uh, he opens the front of it and you see it, it's going to be counted as a cutlass uh, if you end up getting it. But it's very French infantry sword style, so it's essentially like a thin cutlass. Uh, it says that this is uh, crafted with Aboleth blood. And on occasion, when hit, uh, the enemy will see an Aboleth about to attack them and freeze them with fear. Uh, but I saw it, I held it back, I heard you're in town, and I thought of you. If you, uh, how much gold do you have on you? Me, currently? Yeah. Uh... Oh, you know, tons, tons, you know, a good 72 gold. Okay. Listen, uh, it's been rough for all of us, buddy. Fair uh, for some. Uh, I mean, what's the fools here? I don't know what Magitek is, so I can bump up the price. <laughs> and you see a couple of people in the crowd be like, mm. <laughs> You're all very smart, don't worry. But I think Simon would like that little piece of kit you've got on your hilt. Give me a hundred gold and your sword, and I'll let you have this one. That way you're still not without a sword, so you're still a pirate. Oh, sorry. You're still a freelance merchant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting better with it! Yep, 100%. You're doing great. Where's the rest of your crew? Yeah, uh, don't worry about it. Um, what Addie's happened doing... to Addie? Addie... She <laughs> she's doing great. She's doing wonderful things. You know? She finally got a wanted poster. It's great. I'm so oh, proud of her. I'm glad your friend is wanted. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That, that is so cool. That is like, oh yeah, it's the pirates thing to get wanted. That's that's yeah. the rule in life. Much yeah. out you're playing One Piece or you're playing D and D. I thought you guys are inseparable. Oh, we we are. What about the BS? Where's that? Uh, she she's you know she's doing great things. You didn't see her, did you? No, not yet. Uh... <laughs> I mean, like, it's gonna have to happen sometime or another. How do you think I'm going out? Send every ship off. Yeah. Uh, 
Not that long. Uh, like what, six years ish? It's that. Uh, what other stuff? I have. I mean, I have some. Ah. Oh. I'm not gonna fall for the necklace trick again. You already got a hundred <laughs> gold out of me for that. Yeah, but you deserve it for falling for it. Listen. I thought we had a very tradesman-like agreement. It's okay, I did get back at you for it. You did, you did. I did. Alright, how much money do I have in total? Because <laughs> I gave Kyrie all the stuff that I got from the quest. Uh, how much is one platinum wall? Ten gold. Oh. Give me all of your money and your sword and I'll let you have it. For old uh, time's sake. For debt repaid. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, I'm... I did this deal for you. I won't. I owe you. Can I see the sword for a second? Uh, it's usually not the uh, freelance tradesman's way. You're a friend of Flint and he kind of launches the sword in its hilt towards you. Just, yeah! Um, I'm just going to examine, okay? Okay! Let's go pull out the small pearl and just start running, uh, running itself up and down the blade a little bit and creating the silver net and I'm going to spend a minute to actually cast Identify. It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, they're great. Are the, are the the slime people, like, coming here? I mean, there's all kind of, kinds of people on land. Uh, uh, yeah, I know that. I'm from Cause Nest, but I mean, I've only ever seen one other slime person. Maybe he's going to try and remain focused on the spell for that, but alright. <laughs> sort of, like, stops for a second. And... No. Not yet. Patience is a virtue. He was a bit of a prick, though. He did kind of eat a boat. Can you do that, Gooey? Can you eat a boat? I'm focusing. Okay, yes, yeah, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'll, I'll Please, I'm trying it. to text. God. <laughs> Moody teenage phase. He looks at the Kanku and he goes, Ah, oh, someone my size. A squawk in his face. Ah! Yeah, like that. Ah, good. Um, I haven't seen many Kenku either. There's only a couple in Cornest. Where are you from? Cornest. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. Um, I don't talk isn't exactly my thing. Do you want to hear more rumors about Flint? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Flint's just like, oh god, no, not these. So, back when we were um, in Roka, uh, Roika, yeah. memory isn't what it used to be, um, Flint was uh, kind of known there for the certain crew he had. Okay, listen, I, I, co I cover people. his mouth immediately. <laughs> We're not talking about that. We have, no! No! There are some things that I'm fine with you saying, but not that, okay? 
do remember okay. I'm capable I'm capable of violence, and you are not exempt from that. Ah, oh, but we have an agreement, Flint. I think. Maybe. It can be terminated if you say anything more about my past crew, okay? Okay. Thank you. No more about Addy or anyone like that. Was Flint's past crew just a bunch of twinks? <laughs> yes! <laughs> How did you know? Don't, don't spread false rumors. I just walked it up and down. No, well, no, you know. everything... Flint or fucking Kreekar? Yeah, Flint, I <laughs> just looked him up and down like... You know. It's a lie. Every, everything he says, it's a lie. They were adventurous. Let's leave it at that. I think that's all that needs to be said, really. He kind of waddles over to Gooey. You can see now um, his ears are kind of beaten and torn. He's got a couple of, like, ramshackle bits of jewellery. He's wearing, like, a, a shell around his neck on a chain. He's got um, a side pouch um, that's just got like it's a perfectly circular disc that's just blue and spirally kind of like a galaxy uh, then a couple of like side pouches he's got a long coat on and kind of loosely buttoned up boots and like scraggly greasy black hair when you he said kinda, he's like... got a side pouch I thought you were going to tell me he's got a soul patch <laughs> he does <laughs> He does have a soul patch. Oh god, he can't it's his pirate life on it. <laughs> yeah, he's in. He's got like a tiny knife and scratch pirate life into his soul patch. I'm very subtle about these things. <laughs> he like slaps Gooey like just on, on a ash. bit of slime that's exposed. Just you, you okay there, friend? Uh, after a minute has passed, if. I'm just mainly just doing this to make sure everything you said was true about the sword. Uh, yeah, it's um, a, a sword that's been crafted with Aboleth blood, and every 15th hit it causes the enemy to see an apparition of an Aboleth that instills fear in them for two rounds. So they just try and run. Okay. I just finished the spell as you started. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Sword is good. Now, I could have told you that. He kind of puts it back into the thing. So you're um, looking to trade it, or oh? I want to know. You met another like me? Yeah. Real angry son of a bitch. Anger. That is emotion. It sure is, bud. Where were they? Honest. Okay. His name was, uh, uh. I think Blot. Um, Big. You know how you've got kind of the eye thing going on? Yes. Him just nothing. Just at and stall and. Kind of just a nuisance, even for a pirate. But I mean, a uh, traveling merchant port. Yep, good. Yep, I'm really good at this. This voice isn't killing my throat whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
I know the pain. <laughs> he looks at Nyax as well and he goes, Ah! Where the fuck did Nyax come from? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> he looks at Ovani and he's like, Those masks! Yes, what about them? Those are from Cornest! Yes, I am from Cornest. Oh, brilliant! And I see you're uh, charging a whole lot for those items. Well, I mean, they don't know what they are. <laughs> True. So what about these masks? Nothing, I just recognize them. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard your conversation, you're also from Cornest, I heard. Yeah? Yeah, I'm from all over. Oh, I'm from okay. wherever makes me the most money. Yeah, seems fair enough. But, uh... Me and, me and Simon have been working together for a long while now. A lot of money to be made. A lot of money buys a lot of materials, which makes more items, which makes more money. So I'm happy. Simon gets to tinker more. Would you like to chat with him? It's Simon. Yeah. Hmm, I suppose. Um, I don't think we have anything else going on. Come with me. And he walks towards the ship. Yeah, I follow. I follow behind as well. I'll follow. Everyone else is going. <laughs> Little bridge is zoning out and sees everyone leaving and oh. Fuck. <laughs> he kind of pulls you in behind a crate that covers him, but doesn't cover any of you apart from Little Bird. <laughs> it all just looks like you're standing around staring at something behind this crate very, very inconspicuously. <laughs> and he pulls out a little, uh, like, almost like capsule and unscrews it and you can see like a load of pink powder on the inside. And he taps it upside down in his hand and pulls it off. And he watches all this, like, spore powdery stuff kind of seeps into nothing. And then regathers itself into a tiny, teeny little, uh, probably like palm-sized mushroom guy. A very big, like, mushroom cap head with all these dangly downs. Um, very slender, like, white body, kind of spotted pink head um you can't really see his eyes uh, and all that and he kind of like turns around and he's like why have you summoned me <laughs> i didn't think about the voice you've committed now <sighs> and creek car looks at him and he goes look who it is he turns around again Flynn! <laughs> hi I don't know if this is adorable or creepy. Be a color A, be a color B. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. I've been here that long. What do you want? Creekar goes. Well, I just thought they wanted to see you. He's like, fuck's sake, Creekar! This was only meant to be an emergencies. Alright! He watches the spores kind of disappear. 
and he goes, oh, that was Simon. He's going to just sort of like, just sort of tug a little bit on Captain's coat and just sort of like put all of their fingers together and just sort of looks towards the goblin. Can I? Uh, do whatever you want. Are you sure? Uh, you worry me so much, Gooey, honestly. Zatash is just in awe that you guys actually know this fucking trader. <laughs> After she spent so much money on the sick-ass, like, floaty shield and sword. Oh, poor girl, no. It's alright, she's cash. She's got cash, not she's cash. What are you gonna do to Kreekar, John? Well, first thing I need to do... Let me double check. Because I have more than one. So I need to make an arcana check first to make sure I use the right one here. Okay, good. So it's 15 arcana, so I don't accidentally set him on fire. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, I am selecting which runestone I'm going to use on this person. Uh... Yeah. I'm doing a thing. <laughs> okay. Uh... Gui's gonna sort of just like put both of their put both of their hands around each arm and you just see kind of every time they've made one they've kind of just slapped in it's just slid into their body somewhere but sort of a few runestones sort of like gather in between the conjoined parts of their arm and one of them sort of like a tiny little hand like comes out of the arm and sort of holds it out Gui sort of takes it and says now then I want to know what you do, and I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts on this goblin. Okay, give me one second. Uh, what's the spell save on that? It is... So, well, first thing is I just learned those surface thoughts to begin with. I know, it's but, a, like, what's your, what's your spell casting, DC? It is 14, and okay. if I probe any deeper, which I definitely am going to, it'll be a wisdom saving throw. You watch as one of the rings on his finger kind of three blue beams, one coming out the top, one coming like almost like an upside down Y, kind of stick into the ground and go up, and a barrier comes in between, and it blocks you from reading his thoughts. It's one of the anti-magic rings. He's rolled a 16 on it. The runestone just kind of turns back to normal rock and I just kind of chuck it in my mouth and swallow it. <laughs> this activates on instinct. What the fuck did you just try and do? I just turn around and I waddle away. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Fucking. It's not the first time one of the slime people has attacked me. I get it. I'm annoying. I hate my own voice. But, gee whiz. Isn't there like a magic item that changes your voice? I'm pretty sure there is. Maybe. If you find right, it, and... let me know. I'd love to stop having this voice. Will do. <laughs> Don't worry. So is anyone buying anything from this person? Right, okay. Flint, very sadly... 
empties his entire coin pouch and is going to also throw in the the piece of the the wormling horn that we got after the, that I got after the fight is like a little tip because I don't have anything else cool and the sword it's like just take everything just take As it he starts shoveling it into this weird blue hole on his side belt and it's just disappearing along with his hand uh, and then he picks up the sword and slides that in as well and it just disappears and you hear a faint my baby. <laughs> oh. and he picks up the box or he tries to pick up the box he's like <laughs> that'll help yeah don't worry I got it just pick it up okay ah, this is your sword now thank you <laughs> and I am um, interested any, anyone else in a trade I'll, I'll buy things as well. Got anything you want to sell? I want to point to the pistol. He slaps his hand on it. Smoldering cannon! Does a finger gun at it. How much? You willing to pay? Ten. And gold? Yeah. No. Well, that's my, uh, that's my fucking budget. Make it. Maybe I could go down to 3,000 from 3,500? You're adventurers, you've got things to trade. You remember I'm from Coronet, right? You're adventurers, you've got things to trade. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it, I'm just gonna walk away. Okay, goodbye. I, I don't um, have any money. He then says goodbye in Auron to you. I'm just gonna turn around and just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me? I'm a trader. He looks around shiftily, pulls up his hands and does quotation marks. Trader! <laughs> I learn all kinds of languages. He then speaks halfling at you. He then speaks elf at you. And he then speaks um, infernal at you. Surprisingly, no goblin. <laughs> Absolutely wild. I'm, I'm gonna speak Sylvan to him. Does he respond? Uh, you watch as... He puts his hand up to his ear and kind of scratches a bit and then mutters something like to himself and then responds in Sylvan to you. Oh, you certainly do know your languages. Yes, it's completely me that knows them. <laughs> Surely no magical items here, nope. No, nothing mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Nothing secret. <laughs> Unless you may be want to loosen my tongue with some gold? I can speak a language that only we can understand. I'm, I'm good. Okay. Your loss. He's mm. a crappy salesman. <laughs> oh, there is one thing I was... Yes? Uh, well, since you're from <clears throat> Goron, uh, you might have some some more useful items. Uh, I pull up one of the, um, what are they called? Healing potions? Yeah, health potions. Mm. So it has, I got something like this. You, you want really healing more. potions? Well, some some more useful items like these. Um, we've got general stuff, yeah. Uh, what you got? What are you looking for? Just anything that helps me keep me alive, preferably. Um, how do you fight? You're quite scrawny. Um, 
Hmm. Shouldn't judge based off looks. You shouldn't, no. Yeah, shouldn't. No, you should not. So how do you fight? Well, and I snap my finger and a little, a little bit of fire sparks from it. I think you can sort of guess. Oh, you do magic? Yeah. Oh, cool, me too. You watch as he clicks his finger and static like lightning comes out. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, but can you do this? And I snap my finger and uh, a little bit of water from um, the sea sort of moves, starts moving upwards as I cast, uh, like use uh, ship water. Uh, he goes, no, I can't do that, but I can do this. And he, he does some like movements with one hand and mutters something. And you watch as like a thin veil kind of tear appears and a fire bat flutters in and kind of flutters next to him and then pah, disappears again. Oh, do I know that spells? No! <laughs> that was a question to use. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, he has learned magic that I'm still working on uh, for summoning. Oh. Yeah, well, so he doesn't have to do the yeah. fighting himself. I was gonna say I was going to uh, copy that spell, but I don't know you if it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, certainly I'll write it out that. for you. So oh, sure. Like, later yeah. on. Yeah, it's fine. So um, I use my reaction and copy that spell, sort of in an instant almost, um, yeah. mimicking his actions, and I cast one myself. And flutters next to me. Ah! You're. Um... Oh, I've seen your type before. Um, violent sorcerer? No. Violent. Vilatic? Is it Vilatic sorcerer? Pytelic sorcerer, and yes. You don't see many of those. You're doing Cornest. They're well, always yeah. scary strong. I suppose. Um, well, how is Cornest actually doing? Anything interesting happened? Haven't been there in quite a while. Um, with the upcoming war, um, <clears throat> with the upcoming temporary alliance, um, we've had a lot of trade. Um, can sell off a lot of our things, and in doing so, we're getting a lot more visitors, a lot more magic in Cornest. I want to just walk up and say, in order, what war? He kind of fills around with his ear a bit, and in Oren says. Oh, you know, the, the war between um, Tria and some fucking masky people. Uh. The one that Ozak said he was going to report to the capital about and then send envoys off to Cornest. <laughs> I, I don't remember it being an actual war. Oh, well, you know. Did we start a war? Maybe. I wasn't involved. I think I was. I think we all were, yeah. Mm. Oh, sick! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say sick, but... Well, good for business, it's sick for me. Sucks to be you. I like killing. But... Great for people like Captain Flint, right? Uh... I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter who runs places, there's always gonna be trade ships to take. Exactly! There's always freelance traders. Nation mm. marks. Yeah. You ever done a fast travel before? No, I have not. I've run. Ah. No, that's something different. 
I traveled fast. I mean, yes, you do travel fast, but not as quick as this. Quicker than a horse. Quicker than a carriage. Quicker than most fucking centaurs. Not quicker than... He pulls out a small glass vial of very similar yellow mushrooms. Oh, I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, right? I've eaten some uh... mushrooms before, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I've, I've got these ones linked to uh, just back in the center of town in case, you know, our own peacekeepers are here and they found out I'm trading illegally. Um, you know. Freelance quotation. Yeah, yeah, they don't need to know about the stuff in the back. Then he kind of opens up the vial, takes a pinch of the spores, flicks them towards a random bystander, and he watches the bystander quickly becomes covered in this, like, yellow spore and then <gasps> disappears. <laughs> Poor person. Excuse me. They were just minding their own business. No, they were... I've been watching them for a while. They've been trying to nick one of the cannons. Yeah. Now they know not to fuck with me. I could have shot them with a cannon. I didn't. I want to keep my business going. Gooey's wandered over to the ship, by the way, at this point. <laughs> okay. What do you want to do with the ship? He's just staring at it and is just trying to figure out how he would go about eating one of these. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sort of staring up at it, just like mulling it over. He looks at you at the ship and he goes, No, not again! And he runs over. <laughs> I lost my last ship because of Blot. Do you want to see? You want to see Blot? Uh, no, sure. do you want to see the, the ship being destroyed? Uh, not particular. You are very con. You are very convenient. I know it's great. <laughs> he pulls out a small crystal, uh, oh. and puts it on the ground, and kind of drives another one into his temple a little bit. He's like, "Ow, ow, ow!" You watch as the blood starts to filter into the crystal, Ooh. and then the other crystal begins to glow and flicker, and then. Just faintly, you start to make out the visuals of what's going on within his head. And you see his, like, perspective of this very large, toothy moor kind of encompassing the ship and crushing it and dissolving into the goo. And then again, it comes up out the water, crushes it and dissolves it. And then the crystal shatters. Ah, hell! That'll cost you 50 gold! I uh, have two questions. Yeah? Do we know if the crystals actually need to be stabbed into his head or if he's just dumb as hell? No, they need to be stabbed. It's how they access your memory. Before it came up with the ship being destroyed, was it just like a, a split second it of just like, like the clapping monkey? No, it was just static. <laughs> just like TV tuning in static. That's way less fun. I know. That'll be 50 gold for compensation. He's just sort of like staring at the image. He's like, I didn't know I could swim. I didn't either. There's only one way to find out, isn't there? Maybe I should try that. Hold hmm? my things, please. Ah, uh, will do. Sure. I give you I give my stuff and my bag. And then I give you my hat, hand you basket. Instead of just taking off Why clothes. Why is there a heart in you? 
Oh, yes. Is that concerning? A little bit. Are people looking? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is the tide's quite strong, by the way? No, it's a, it's a gentle tide. Just to be safe, maybe I should have my staff back. Just got have everything to do it in the off. Ocean. Everything except trousers. Everything except trousers. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't want oh, but, uh, before you, before oh, you okay. jump, what about this? And uh, you shape water again with a flick of my finger, and a little platform of uh, water turns into ice. You could use that. I could. Oh well, only one way to find out, and he pushes you in the water. Okay. Grab the ice if you start drowning. <laughs> you... The the water is weird. At first it's nice, it's comforting, it's home. And then you start to absorb the water and grow in size. Almost like when you leave those toys in the water <sighs> and they grow bigger. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and then your feet touch the ground. But you're struggling to hold your form because of how much bigger you've got. You see fish, you see coral, you see gleaming eyes very far off. Which is in the... In the wall. They close, disappear. Just, uh, wait, how tall is it? Wait, hang on, I've just You're jumped in the seven ocean. You're foot tall. Oh. But you've sank to the bottom. Is my head still like... So I'm underneath the waves right now. You're underneath everything right now. Your feet are on the ground. I hope I didn't kill him. Zatesh is like freaking out. Because I probably turned to the captain like, do we need to bury him now? I don't know if we can bury him. <laughs> can we turn him into fertilizer? Okay. He throws uh, a length of rope into the water. I'm just gonna sort of reach up my hand and just see how big that it, my hand now is in comparison to the rope. It's most the size of Little Bird. <laughs> so it's the. I'm trying to understand the perspective here. Have I basically just increased in height or is it increased in like just everything? Everything has increased. Can I see the bottom of the boat? Yeah. I'm just going to prod it with my finger. Uh, magic starts to seep away from you. And into the boat. Why the fuck is the boat moving? Stop messing with shit! I'm going to sort of reach my hand out and just... I want to hear the perspective from everybody else of what happens here. Okay. Uh, the rest of you, you see... Um, uh, Kreekar throw the rope in. And then the ship's essentially engine starts to whir, and the ship just starts slowly moving forward. Uh, as gooey, gooey, stop, stop, get out, <laughs> bad gooey. Under the waves, <laughs> can't hear you, man. So, right. so, does my arm reach? If I, if I stretch my arm up, can I reach the side of the port or whatever? Because of your size, you know how you can reconstitute yourself at your normal size. Yes. You can essentially do that more so now that you're bigger. Okay. 
just for added effect, I'm just gonna make a giant ass arm and hand. Okay. You're gomu gomu knowing this bitch. Yes. <laughs> I'm just sort of slamming it into the side of the. Well, I'm just gonna sort of like just have it creep up and just sort of grasp the side of the port. Once your ooze hits sunlight, it starts to shrink and steam. Like the water's evaporating very rapidly. Mm. Okay. Good to know. Okay, we'll cut to Gorman and Beetlethorpe, who's yeah. doing fucking Megalodon shit. <laughs> yeah. You see Gorman working at the anvil and Beale in the uh, in the back working on some armor. So Kyrie's gonna sneak in and uh, telepathically say to Uvani, "Please stop it, please." Can you, can you talk you... telepathically? I thought don't I could. Think, don't think you can. It's little I mean... bird that can do the telepathic. Speech. I thought I had a stone or something or like a ring. Oh, you you have a step um and what's it called? A stone that can speak with one of the uh, yeah you've, you've got the peacekeeper communication stone yeah that one but i don't know what you really can do with it besides I... talk to it one person <laughs> i was curious as to what you were going to do when you got to the shop completely invisible <laughs> yeah uh well i'm just gonna can... work with it <laughs> you can try resist the spell i'm pretty sure i'll start off by trying to resist it I don't think I can. Can I? You need to roll a spell save. Yeah. So, roll a d20 and see if you score more than Yax's uh, DC. 13. What's your DC in Yax? Uh, let me see. 13. Okay, yeah, you resist it. You <laughs> back into existence. Thank God. Oh! Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Um, I understandable. I think you should, like, the more, well, scary thing is, uh, look, look what they did to my, my armor. My god, they fucked it. Yeah, like... Come on in, come on in. Beal, we've got an emergency case. Beal goes, oh? And they seize your armor and goes, oh, very well. Um... Do you have clothes to change it, dude? Uh, can I have a towel? Or, or we something? We can give you clothes to change into for now. Rather than a towel. It's sure, that, that's, that's, that'll okay, do. Okay, okay. You get, because they're meant for men, a big frilly neck, but like open kind of pirate shirt, a leather waistcoat, and almost like heeled boots that come up to the knee. Um, and kind of ragged trousers. They look like they've got quite a few burn marks on them from where Gorman's been smithing, and it's kind of the rocks have kind of ping onto it. Right. So I'll obviously just lay, lay the armor on the table and just say, Do you mind if I can just leave you with these? I have places I need to be. Uh, this just seems to be run of the mill plate armor, correct? Minus the now very singed wolf hair. Well, yeah, uh, can you do me a favor and keep it relatively light? Don't add anything to it, just, you know, basic repair. We have spare plate mail. Yeah, you just uh, want to take one of those? I just want to, you know, be able to, and I'll just start 
uh, flopping around, flying for a bit. Um, okay. Uh, well, a new set would probably cost 800 for plate mail. Uh, it... Repairs would probably cost about 300. Uh, trade-in value of something like this, we'll say 550. Um, 120 gold, and one of those is yours. Can I just get my old set repaired? That will cost 300 gold if you want to go that way. Yeah, sure. I'll throw 300 gold. Very well. We'll have it to you by the end of the week. Brilliant. Um, I'll I'll walk out the door. Will, just... will, will you be coming back here to pick it up, or do we need to deliver it somewhere? I'll, I'll come back. Don't worry. Very well. Gorman, uh, yeah, Gor uh, Beale looks at you and he goes, I don't know how to fucking take care of armor these days. But that's what we're here for. And you see him kind of tear the front plate off and walk over to his thing and start working on it as you're leaving. Yeah, uh, Kyrie's going to not be happy and just <laughs> walk out the door and uh, just kind of just mutter to herself, what a fucking piss take. Yeah, and try to just meet it with a gang. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll say while all this is going on, by the time Gibby's like in the water, you're back with them all now. Like you see them as you're coming down, kind of yeah. just stood there with a little goblin on the docks. Some of them looking very worried. That's fair. Is this one of your friends? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen you without armor yet. Hello. Yeah, um, mine's getting repaired. Uh, it, it, it yeah. I, well, I don't want to talk about how much it cost. I, I was looking to get a new sword, but that's out the window. Let's just say. You're looking for a new sword? No. Okay. Right. Uh, you watch as he. Like, started pulling the handle of Flint Sword out, but then just pushes it back in. <laughs> you are not reselling that. I, I saw that. Oh, it's a different weapon now. He pulls it out to show off, and already um, Simon started working on it. The folding aspect of it is gone. It's now been thinned out and is a long sword with a hooked edge. Um, and it's started to have runes etched into it. And he goes, See, different weapon now. Slides it back into the pocket. Simon's very quick. Absolute bastard. You were going to sell that for like 20 times the price, ain't you? I have no clue what you're on about. Oh, of course. No, I wouldn't ever rip off a friend of Captain Flintwright. Never in my life would I mm -hmm. think of doing that. Mm-hmm. 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 Rotation works. <laughs> Never. <laughs> right, anyways... Uh, I don't think I can trust people all the way here, but, you know. I'm very trustworthy. Right, okay. Uh, what else are you guys doing? Well... I see Dewey's entertained. <laughs> you can't see Dewey. He's at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Gooey went for a swim. I think I may have killed him. Maybe. You're paying for the funeral. Okay. 
Never said it had to be an expensive one. What's the point? Hmm. <laughs> Does Green feel like they're drowning at all? No. Even if I take a little bit of a breathe in? Yeah, it's fine. You don't have lungs, bud. You can't drown. You've got water breathing. That's news to me. <laughs> I'll just put Amphibious on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was so afraid of the water this whole time, but he was my friend all along. Uh, looks at you all and she's like, I, I do have something else for you all, but it's not here. Oh. Your time, right? <laughs> no rush. Is anyone else gonna I can't look at everyone else? Is anyone else gonna like make sure Gooey's not, you know, dead at the bottom of the ocean? I don't know if they sink. Pretty uh, starts pulling on the rope. Okay. Oh, Gooey's not holding on to the rope. <laughs> no rope comes up with nothing on. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, no, uh, I've killed him. Basket. Anyone going in? At, th at this point, I'm actually going to have Basket just appear on the side of the pier. Small little teal snake. That snake little... one of yours, or can I eat it? No, don't touch it. it. Okay. Basket just bears her fangs at the goblin. <laughs> just kind of just slithers still up. still stands. Uh, they'll slither up to... Yeah, they'll just sort of waddle over to Captain and kind of just poke their boot with the end of her tail. Um, Goo's just sort of looking through Basket at the moment, so sort of commanding her to do these things. She's not that clever. Um, and then we'll start, like, moving over towards the, the dock. With the pier, whichever. I'm gonna follow Basket. How... Far down is it from the the water to the dock? Like, is there a, a significant it's drop? Probably about thirty-four feet, but you're seventeen feet at the moment, so. Hi. Which I'm not gonna swim or swim this, so I might have to go in. Oh, I need to figure out how to. Okay, sort of. Googie's gonna get to this point, and then like, ah, oh, dang it. Um. Side note for later, work on a spell for this. Um, Tesla's floating disc. Yeah, Tesla. <laughs> yeah, Tesla. Tesla. I'm like, you Tesla. Tesla. Okay. <laughs> My favorite wizard. Yeah, that's the thing as well. If I put the disc underneath my feet, will it float? Because it technically can't. Oh no, it would just stay underwater. Yeah. I mean, you're the same weight, you're just bigger. Yeah, the, the point of the disc, though, is it can actually, like... I don't know how it works. I think it does sit on top of water and lava and such. Wouldn't it, like, skyrocket up, then? Yeah, it would propel you upwards. Yeah, I'm just gonna do that. <laughs> just gonna get to, the, get to the pier and just realize, oh, crap, that's not gonna work. And uh, ritually cast Tessna's disc so, I don't, disc, so I don't have to do a spell slot. I'm just gonna... Stick. <laughs> That's his dick. Yes. You watch as a giant phallus erupts from the water. <laughs> Gary's gotten too big. Oh no. Um, I'm just gonna sort of stand on top of it and just sort of like, almost like an elevator. As like a squash and stretch cartoon, Gary's disc comes up to the water, and then Gary just kind of 
<laughs> launches into the air a bit, starts sizzling and shrinking, and then lands on the disc again. A couple Hello. of people in the crowd go, ooh. So, I can breathe water, apparently. Oh, you're still alive. Ah, oh, that's good. Apparently. Mm. I am ah. like sponge. Oh, Squarepants? <laughs> you know of this, this man? <laughs> no, no, it's Bob Squarepants. <laughs> Did you see his house? It was under Bob the sea. Bob Squarepants, comma, sponge, P.I. <laughs> he lives in a watermelon instead. Who lives in a guava under the sea? Bob Squarepants Sponge P.I. It's like I know. Book. I understand how to eat boats. Please don't eat my boat. Thank you for information, annoying goblin. You're <laughs> welcome, strange slime. Sort of stand on my desk and be like, oh. Mm -hmm. Just sort of stand in the middle of the ocean, just like as a bit of a climb. Mm. You watch as he fiddles around with his ear again, and then in oozling says "devour." He doesn't know what it means. He's just saying it. I picked that one up from plot. Was that, was that right? Yes. Oh, it good. It seems to be... I don't think I can eat the ocean, though. What? Or can I? Um... I don't, I don't know. Captain, do you have rope? <laughs> it I should always be have rope. in my bag. Oh. Then he grabs the snake. <laughs> like a whip. <laughs> <laughs> if you eventually toss me the rope, I'll climb up. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. is, is there anything else I can help you with? Any information that you need trading? Or... I've got information if you want. I'm a tradesman of all kinds. I do need is some information. Icon? Okay, shoot. Do you know where the Kenku come from? I've heard stories. Yeah, we've all heard stories. I mean, yeah, but all stories have truth to them at some point. I've... Maybe a little silver would loosen the uh, the tongue. Uh, I drop five into the sand. Thank you. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, there's a bit of uh, talk on the seas um, about actually on Tria uh, in some mountainous place. Uh, people found some uh, relics of Kenku and stuff, uh, swords and that kind of thing. Um, they got too close to start getting headaches, though. They sold like crazy. Collectors. Hmm. Oh, is that the Principality of Smotvia? I have no clue. All I know is mountains. Mountains. Hmm. Anyone else need information? Um, sorry, uh, is there, does you know if there was anything up in the mountains? Like, um, buildings and stuff? 
They didn't get that far up, but it did look like people lived there once, yeah. But that could have been goblin huts. That could have been other, no. like, small creatures. If they got cl too close and started, you know, fucking with them, I'd imagine it's probably the right place. Okay. Uh, and I was just going to give him a gold as a thank you. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Anyone else? My tongue is thoroughly loosened now. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, it's so loose. Help, I can't keep it in. Tailblatch coin. Did not know there was a side effect to those magic items. Anyone else, or? I'll walk up to the little bird and just nudge them and say, very quietly, maybe ask them about, and I sort of just, like, underneath my coat, just sort of point to the card that we got. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll pull out my card and just try and, like, subtly show it, mate. Oh, you got an invitation to the black market? Yeah, no, please say it louder. Okay! You got I, an no, invitation to I'm going to slap him. <laughs> oh! Okay, I, I get the point. I'm going to show in the back of mine. Oh, the Prince of the Poor invited you. That's pretty cool. Do you know who he is? Yeah. You really think I don't trade at the black market on occasion? Look, as I've been told many times, the black market's a big place. Black market, baby. Black market, baby? Ah, see, you get it. Um, do you know how to get there? Yes. Almost died there. Okay. I put to so carry. You know, that you know about the rules, right? I'm sure we do. Yes, but tell me anyway. Okay. So... You want to go to Dryer Bay. Uh, Talk how's to the spell? tavern keeper there. D-R-Y... A-R-B-A-Y. Yeah. Right, babe. Talk to the tavern keeper there. Yeah. He'll give you. Oh. Yeah, sorry, can't. He'll give you a special stone. You go up near um the T section near Fapenwall and Orimond. Um there's a load of mountains there. Uh you'll find an abandoned hut. Um but there'll be an orc inside. You wanna well, talk it's not to abandoned him? then? No, he's, he doesn't live there. He's just inside there. It's his house, and you should try to tell me his house is abandoned. It looks it. Very rude. You hand him the rune. He'll perform a ritual. That means the Prince of the Poor won't be alerted, let's say, when you enter. Carry on going up towards Fapenwall. You want to then take a right, another right, a left, go through two trees... Keep going, take a left, take a right, you'll come across a big arch. Go through the arch. You said go through two trees, but that's just like any two trees that I see? No, all the trees that you need to go past will be marked. Of course they will. Why wouldn't they? Everyone needs the black market. The peacekeepers turn their nose up at it. So, is the Prince of the Poor like... Important? He runs the place. Oh shit! Wait. Um. Uh. I mean, it, does he look like the homeless dude that we saw? The fucking like super skinny, uh, 
he's a, he's a shape changer. So I might have thrown some daggers at him. That's fine. It's black market. He he stole them. That's fine. It's the black market. Yeah, no, I want them back. <laughs> I mean, if he's personally invited you. Wait. Can the Prince of the Poor jump 25 feet vertically? He's been known to jump about 50 sometimes in dying oh, situations. God. Yeah, he's a shape changer. Yeah, fair enough. He, uh, he, he runs the place. Um, and if he's mm -hmm. invited you, it means he wants to talk to you. You probably already talked to him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the one who gave me these. Yeah, that'd probably be why. It's easier to talk in the black market than it is in the center of a town. I mean, you know, unless you're very quiet like me and you're able to keep things secret. Yeah, you're doing great. I know. I'm really good at keeping secrets. I haven't even told you about half the stuff Captain Flint Bright got up to. Uh, shaking my head, <laughs> just looking at them and shaking my head, just like don't, don't you dare! <laughs> I haven't told you about this, the fucky stuff going on in the Rock Al Empire with the arenas and stuff. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, see, you don't know. I didn't tell you, so why would you know? I mean, I could have heard it from someone else. You're not the only person in the world who can talk. No, but I'm very good at keeping secrets. Fuck me. The way you fucking talk, he may as well be the only person in the world. Exactly. Christ. That's not a compliment. I was aware. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I think that's about all I got. Anyone else have any questions? I noticed that bit of jewelry's new. How much did that set you back? Who is he talking to here? Captain Flintwright! Oh! Uh... I, I don't want to talk about it, really. Okay. You had a different <laughs> necklace before, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I have a lot of jewellery. Yeah. This one does a does, cool, does freaky thing. Does that one return thing. to you as well? This is the same one. What? It looks different. What do you mean, I look at it? It's the same. Are you... Always with. Are you... Could you describe how it looked back then? Uh, yeah. Um, same kind of shape and stuff, and same kind of gem, but... I don't know, my attention just wasn't drawn to it as much. I guess I never really stopped and inspected it. It does have quite a personality to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yes, can say it's very that. unique. You know, sure, yeah, it is 100% a different one. I can sell it to you if I you want. It. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I can't get anything past you, can I? No. I'm no. too smart. Too smart. Um, what kind of powers does it have? I know uh, you wouldn't be wearing something that doesn't. Yeah. Just like the normal protection magic, you know, I gotta stay safe. I mean, yeah, obviously. You're a freelance trader. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll give you a thousand gold for it. Deal. Okay. He reaches into uh, his pocket. I would like to just bump up next to Captain and say, please don't let him identify it, that would be really bad. Ah, uh, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with consequences later. <laughs> You'll deal with the consequences. <laughs> I won't, because I don't know magic. He reaches oh. into the 
blue void and pulls out a satchel um, of platinum pieces that equate to a thousand, throws it towards you. Mine, please. Thank you. Takes it off you, puts it into the void. I'm just going to sort of whistle. It doesn't return to you. I'm going to start off like, as he's holding it, I'm just going to think to him, I'm going to say, you better come back. Yeah, uh, these void things are really useful. Um, Simon made them a while back for sending me on long voyages and stuff. It's a link straight to where he is, all the way back in Cornest. Excuse me? Yeah. Uh, could, could I actually have that back? You know, and I put the, the gold, the platinum back. Oh. Okay. You know. <laughs> reaches back in, kind of fumbles around you, watch as it go, his arm goes into the void to like his elbow, and he's like, what? He pulls his arm out, picks it up, puts his mouth to it. Simon, I need that one, bro. You see is a very wispy, thin, white, almost like root-like hand comes out holding it. And he takes it back. He goes, thank you! <laughs> Clips the little blue bit back on, hands it back to you, takes platinum, puts it back. Okay? Does it, does it look fine? Does it look okay? It looks the same. Good, do me a favour, quickly try and speak to it. Wait, you can speak to it? Uh, uh it's more, it's more like... How much are you worth? <laughs> How much yeah. do you value your soul? <laughs> About that much. Doesn't really oh, answer questions like that. Oh. Well, no. I suppose it's you, after all. Hey, what's that supposed to mean? Oh, nothing, nothing. I am a high-tier tradesman. Quotation marks. I'm just gonna sort of look at the amulet and just sort of lean down and say, If you find this goblin annoying, please go around my neck. Stay still. Oh, so you're shy now. Great, cool. <laughs> Just shouting at the amulet. <laughs> okay, well, I need to get back to my stall, and this one looks like she's got something important to tell you. Bye, Captain Flint. Right, bye, everyone else. Who I never got the names of. Waving. He, sw- he rubs his ear in awe and says goodbye to you. In, um,. Sylvian or Sylvan says goodbye to Nyax. Rubs his ear. <laughs> a fan, not Arvani, rubs his ear, says goodbye to Breeze and Auron. Rubs his ear and then accidentally says goodbye to Flint and Dwarven. And then kind of slaps it a bit. Goodbye! And Flint knows Dwarven. Dwarven. Oh. So it's fine. <laughs> you watch as the other version of him that was behind the counter kind of disappears and he kind of struts back up like I'm back and I'm ready for business what do you want? What do you want? And you? Uh, Zatish is looking very excited and also like like she can't contain her excitement uh, are, are you done? I believe so everyone we're good okay yeah so I was talking to a couple of friends of my father's, um, and I I may have excitedly talked about you to them and how much you've helped the town, and they want to thank you. 
So they showed me a place that my father and them used to go to get away from peacekeeper duty. Just a nice place to sit and relax. And I went there yesterday and tidied it all up. And I'd like for you all to to come and relax a bit because you've been spending a lot of time just the helping out the town and not a lot of time for yourselves. This girl was too pure for the world. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Um, okay, okay. Come on, and she grabs Captain's arm again and stops oh. telling him. Yep, yep, okay, yeah, come on, guys, yay, adventure. You see, adventure. She's, already, she's already got a cart ready on the outskirts of town. There's, um, I, I like even a know cart. what the horse is. It's, it's Striker. Zatash made sure it's Striker. I just, and I just the, give him a hug. <laughs> it's the same one that Zatash and Flint also carved their things yes, into. Yes, the And she's like, I, I've made sure to get these two. I just, I, I just spend like ten minutes just hugging Striker. It's a good boy. The, the carriage driver is like, "Come on, you said they'd be like twenty minutes max." She's like, "I, I know, but it'll, I'll, I'll pay extra. Don't worry." She slides him another three gold. <laughs> she kind of opens the, the back head. of the cart. And there's pillows and stuff in there. And she kind of gestures and she's like, please. She's very excited. You can see her smiling. And... Yep, I go in. I really hope she's not about to try to kill us. <laughs> Only one way to find out. The inside has had like lavender incense burning and everything. It's just super fucking mellow and comfy. And you hear her get on the front of the cart with the carriage driver and say, okay, you can go now. Are you all in the back? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. We're, in, we're all initiative. <laughs> um, as you're traveling, because uh, it's going to take about half a day to get there, she kind of opens the back and leans in. And you can see you're going through like a heavily wooded area. She's like, if, if you need snacks, I... She points at the floor, and there's like a little hatch in the bottom of the carriage. There's there's food in there and um, ales and such. I've made sure to make it special for you guys. She closes it again. Uh, quick thing, while we're on our way there, I think Flint just quickly goes through his bag, uh, mm -hmm. takes out a letter, and then just rips it in two, and takes out a few gold pieces that were in it, puts it back into his bag. Okay. <sighs> After about half a day of travel, the carriage slows down. You hear Zatesh get out, you can hear bubbling, and it's kind of humid. And she walks over and she got she like opens the back very cautiously just to show her face. She's like, Are you ready? Are we about to die again? No, no, no. Is it worse than that? Oh, no. I really hope you don't try to kill us. <laughs> I'm not oh. going to try and kill you. <laughs> Sorry, we've been through a lot. Uh, I hope out of the If I was going to kill you, it would have already been done. No, no, I got to no, be no, like, no. 
I got that kind of joke from Captain. Uh, oh, Hell I... yeah. You're doing great. He kind of dramatically flares open the back of the cart, and you can see that there's a hot spring surrounded by rocks. There's like um, large rags and stuff to dry yourself on. Um, there is a dip in the ground that has been filled with uh, like cold water and stuff with a lot of ales in it. And she's like, I, I prepared it all specially for you guys, and my dad's friends helped. I, I hope it's okay. Let me just check the color scheme real fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gooey turns bronze and just okay. sort of looks to everybody else and just whispers to Captain, You all enjoy yourself. I will watch. Oh. <laughs> Don't want to ruin experience, okay? I mean, you're, you're safe I, I watching now. I grab Gooey's hand and start dragging over to the fucking... Uh, no. <laughs> no. Gooey, Gooey. Um... I, I asked my dad's friends. They said that they used to have a, a shape-changer lady who would come and visit them occasionally, who would turn into a whatever you are. Um, the, the water is very high mineral, and it, it doesn't affect your body. As far as I'm aware, is there more of me and I have been under a rock this whole time? And so just I've, I've never seen anyone like you. Shout out but to the I air. Think I think you're really nice the way you are. Okay. I will become monster in water though. Just so everyone else knows. As oh. supposed to everybody. You watch oh, okay. as Zatish very excitedly runs into a little, like, tent that's kind of been set up outside. What the rest are you going to do? I'm, I'm dragging Gooey to the hot spring. I want to see Gooey just turn into a puddle and float on top. Okay. Pick up two eels from, like, the river bit, and then have one tucked under my arm, and just immediately, like, try to find a place to be by myself. Oh, okay. It's quite a heavily wooded area, so yeah, you can you can probably quite easily find somewhere quiet and out the way. Anyone else? Uh, I think Flint's just like more nervous than anything. Mulvaney would grab their yeah the the what's it called Shamison spear, which is also a music instrument, and would go to the hot spring and play some music there. Okay. You watch as Zatash comes out with kind of like a robe on and gets into the hot spring and then gets deep enough and then puts the robe on the side. Is, is no one else getting him? Are you not joining, Captain? Uh, uh I need like a minute. <laughs> okay. 60, 59, 58, 57. <laughs> I think Little Bird does the fucking bird thing. Where, like, they strip off and then after that they just, like, dive in and just start, like, flapping around the water. Yeah. It's really warm, really relaxing. You start to notice, like, you feel lighter in yourself, all the muck and grime and all that is kind of 
leaving your feathers. Oh, I kind of like that. <laughs> Detash kind of laughs at you, splashing around in the water. Oh, I have a fun idea. Yeah, so I'm gonna take my, my spear and, well, Shemison spear. And... I'm gonna skew Attach enough to work. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna be, <laughs> gonna be careful with that. So what I wanna do is, I'm gonna use Shape Water spell I used earlier. And I'm gonna sort of float on top of the water and use the water to sort of um, stay afloat while playing my Shemison in in the spring. Okay. You're so not just... gonna get in the spring? No, no, I'm, I'm in the water, but like floating on top of it using oh, got my magic splash on tunes. It happened to grabs the nail, cracks it on the side of the rocks, and then starts drinking it. How old is she? She's like 21. Okay, okay, thank god. Oh, she's older than a little bird, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I to like... be fair, well, she's like 21 in fucking tiefling years. Yeah, I mean, in Kinko age, the little bird is middle-aged. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I was just like, please don't be a fucking miner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Good, okay. Yeah, Flint, just like, taking a minute, because he's like, gee, dear god. Um, and then it's gonna get into the hot spring. Okay. It's very relaxing. It's the first time in a while that your body has started to like actually loosen up and all the knots in your arms and legs from all the walking you've been doing lately slowly start to like almost fade and stop existing. Um... The warm steam kind of rises up over your face and relaxes you. Before Gary gets in, they're just going to sort of See everybody excited to get in and just kind of... Did I see roughly where Kyrie wandered off to? Uh, make a perception. Well, okay, yeah, natural 20. Yeah, you saw where Kyrie wandered off to. Into the okay. woods. Okay. Um, so I'm going to spend... Even if little bird tries to drag me in, I'll just like, I will join in a second, okay? And just sort of sit down, roll out the scroll... And I will ritually cast Unseen Servant. Um, and I'll sort of have... I'll give Alistair the command to go to where Kyrie is, make yourself announced first by stamping on the ground a little bit. And then just... And then just anything that she wants... And just basically serve Kyrie all night. I'll serve Kyrie for an hour. And then I'm also going to send Basket over there as well. Um, to sort of further show that this is just not an invisible creature. Yeah. So, put a towel over him. He's like a ghost. So, yeah. I'll just have him carry a towel on his arm like a waiter. <laughs> How... <laughs> right. So Kyrie's going to be a little bit into the woods at this point. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing that you'll know exactly where I am. So... Uh, you'll send Alastair over there, and what you'll see is some clothes on the floor. Um, Are we finally getting Kyrie no armor? Some clothes on the floor, where all that's kept is uh, obviously just just the top and light pants and 
you'll see bottles of ale on the floor, uh, two half drunk and one completely gone. Fucking hell. And Alastar will walk up the, I, I guess, in the, the general area and just be walking still. And they'll, they'll see Kyrie, uh, like, sort of dashing back and forth. Um, punching trees really hard uh, and there's blood trickling oh. from, our, from our knuckles and stuff like that just absolutely tirelessly training just kicking and punching this tree just screaming basically um, oh it needs to fucking relax <laughs> well I'm just sitting here saying are you going to make Alistair announced yeah, yeah, before yeah. I send Alistair on his way I'm going to take my ring off Okay. That allows me to be common. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it to Alistair and see what happens. The blue tongue forms, but man's just isn't able to speak. Uh, yes. Please ring. <laughs> Takes it off and hands it back to you. Well, that's disappointing. Go help or serve Kyrie. Whatever she wants, within reason. Be my training dummy, Alistair. <laughs> I mean, dude's got one hit point and AC of ten. There'll be one punch and gone. Yeah. Basket's a little. How are you making target. yourself announced? I mean, I'm gonna have him holding a towel. Yeah, but like, how are you gonna approach Kyrie? Well, basket's gonna be yeah walking. And basket's <laughs> just be like wrapped around or sort of chilling on. What you said, standing on your feet shoulders. on the floor. Yeah, also doing that as well, just sort of like loudly stamping, just so you can hear them coming first. Okay, that's not good. So you're not gonna hurt Alistair, are you? No, no. Kyrie is very, very, very alert right now, and is literally mauling trees with her fists so what she'll hear is stamping coming towards her um, it wouldn't be like super intense stamping because Alice is essentially the size of a halfling yes mm. but I think that'll still alert her and she'll probably throw a sword at, at Alistair oh make an attack roll since it's thrown, uh, I'll with disadvantage. Disadvantage. You yeah. can't see him as well, which doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. I rolled an 18 and a 16. So yeah. that is no. not good. <laughs> <laughs> the towel, the booze, and basket just drop onto the floor. Is basket hers? Yeah, yeah basket was around Alistair's neck or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, basket just sort of tumbles into the floor. Oh. You would notice that it's basket now. Yeah. Kyrie's gonna, like, immediately switch from, like, irate alertness. Like, she's almost, like, almost primal, sort of, I guess. Oh, to, no. to, like, a, a, a more... She's basically gonna be drowning guilt now. Oh. Uh. She doesn't know what she's done. I guess she saw. 
she, uh, would she have seen the unseen servant? Probably not, no. She would have seen, she would have seen basket, floating towel, floating snake, bottle, falls to the ground. She would have seen, obviously, the floating things, and then basket just disappear, I guess. You almost attacked basket. I thought I hate basket. No, you no, hit you Alistair. Hit... Yeah, okay. you hit Alistair. Oh, Jesus. That's fine, apparently. Um... Yeah. Uh, Kyrie's just gonna... walk up and... inspect what Alistair had. So it's a towel and... A towel, a bottle of booze and basket. Yeah. To let you know that it's Gui that sent Alistair. <laughs> Do we know uh, Alistair is Would... Yeah. Do we see this through basket? Nah, I was just sending them over there. <laughs> Who doesn't know you've killed Alistair? Yeah. Um. Oh no! It depends how far away you went. If you went more than sixty feet away, and I sort of checked in with Alistair, not sixty feet they... away. Oh okay. Uh, Kyrie's still scared of snakes. No. But she wouldn't attack the snake. So, I'm guessing Kyrie would just stand there and kind of like kneel and just like exchange deep breaths. Uh, I'd imagine Basket would eventually sliver off. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie she wouldn't would... even slither, she'd just disappear. <laughs> Kyrie would um, inspect her hands and realize that she's got like massive cuts to her hands, but she. You know, like, it didn't really occur to her, or she didn't really feel it. She was, like, in a in a different mode, state of mind sort of thing. So, she's gonna pick up the towel and ale, and she's gonna kind of, like, douse her wounds in ale. Oh, and then that's wipe... not a good idea. Yeah. She's gonna do it, oh, and then... Infections! Wipe mm-hmm. them off uh, with a towel. And get our clothes and start, put them on immediately and start running back. Okay. But while this is going on. Wait, hang on. Oh. You're, a th- you're a third level paladin, right? Or, or Kyrie is. Mm-hmm. I can just heal myself. Oh, I was going to say, you know that you're immune to disease, right? No. So even infection wouldn't even bother. <laughs> I was just thinking, it's just like, I'm pretty sure they get a thing. Well, the ale so, and the towel was just to wash off the blood, to be honest. Yeah. Anywho. Because I wouldn't be one of walking, walking back with bloodied hands. Yeah. Alright. So, while you're all in the hot tub. Gooey, you inflated a little bit, but not a lot. You still mm-hmm. kept your form. You, went, you inflated a little bit and got a little bit, like, goopy. Like, You've got warm, so you're a little bit more squishy. You're a bit um, liquidy. Yeah. So Tash is looking around. She's like, "I, I want to thank you all for for helping me come to terms with who I am and who I want to be." Fucking God. Th- thanks to all of you, I've realised. I do want to follow in my father's footsteps, but I want to do it my way. 
and seeing how Ozak goes about things and still helps the people while doing his job it's it's made me realize that that's the kind of person I want to try my best to be so I talked with Isaac and I've been accepted as a peacekeeper directly underneath Isaac he's going to be training me he's going to be teaching me um we'll be leaving tomorrow well I'll be leaving for the capital tomorrow to travel to Cornest with Isaac to make trade negotiations uh, in regards to weaponry and such um, I don't have a use for this um, it was given to me by my father he received it um, in trade with a mercenary he thought it was something special um, and I want to give it to you guys as a thank you it may be worth something it might be something it might not but I, I want you guys to have it I feel like you would get the most use out of it and she lifts up a cloth and you see the like root wrapped sheath that she's had this entire time with the sword in it and she holds it out to you all please take it At this moment, like big fuck, Kyrie bursts through the shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> right, she's, she's holding it out. Please, I I no longer have a use for it. I'll I will keep my father alive in in my memories, um, and I'll uphold uphold his honor my own way. Is it a sword or? It's. It's a sword in a sheath, but the sheath is wrapped around the sword, holding it in. She looks at Gooey and she goes, You might actually be able to tell what it is. And she kind of hands it, like, leans your way with it. Imagine that Gooey's gone a little bit fatter than being in this water. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like from Spirited Away, where they get in the fucking hot tubs and shit. So... Is Kyrie there at this point? Uh, yeah, you would have came through now. Uh, Kyrie is gonna immediately walk up to Gooey with her hands, like, firmly in the waistcoat, and just say, uh, you didn't see anything through Basket, did you? No. But I didn't need... I didn't need to... Oh, that's that's fine. Uh, I just saw some um, wonderful bunnies up there. Yeah, of course. He's just gonna sort of get out of the water, just sort of re shrink a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you start steaming again. The water evaporates. Maybe I can work on something to make that. More entertaining, huh? <laughs> Looking at bunnies. Uh, well, sort of. 
I have ideas for everyone, including oh. you. <laughs> and I sort of turn to the dish. Um. Yes, everyone. Oh. Okay. Um. Out of curiosity, what was the dish wearing before? Was she wearing armor by chance? She was wearing like makeshift armor, but now she's a peacekeeper. She'll be given peacekeeper armor. So, like, turn to her and just sort of think. I was going to have this made. But maybe you can get I and sort of pull out the small, well, just so everybody knows, uh, the small piece of glass that uh, was apparently from the dish's window that I got many sessions ago. Kui has been slowly smoothing this over and polishing it, sort of prime, partially dissolving and so on, and just kind of like walks over to the dish and just sort of hands it. It's a very nice polished now. Um, quite a nice sheen to it. Almost looks like a diamond. Um, a little bit, obviously, high, less high quality. Maybe have this built into armor or something? She grabs it and grasps it close. As much as I don't appreciate how we all met, and she looks at little birds. <laughs> oh, well, thumbs up. <laughs> like, she, she looks at you like, fucker. Just a big double thumbs up, like, like, big green. You watch as, um, from behind her ear, she pulls, like, a small, like, almost like gold ear piercing that you just haven't noticed because of how her hair is. And she, like, bends it into, like, a loop with the glass uh, charm on it and slides it onto one of her horns. See? Everyone. Thank you, Gui. It is fine. I also have a thing for little birds, but that'll be for next time when you want to break into someone's home. The Tish looks at you again like, bitch! <laughs> I can, I will do it again. <laughs> anyway, back into the wall. <laughs> Are you not gonna... <laughs> Are you not gonna cast Identify on the thing she gave you? Um... I guess I'll just sort of <laughs> casually just sort of have my hand out of the water. In fact... You can nah, do it just in to... the water. Yeah, I was gonna say just to be weird about it, Gooey's just gonna sort of like partially use the the fat and the new slime that he's got to sort of almost make a mini version of himself out of his arm. <laughs> and just sort of have that cast a spell while he's just kind of chilling. Okay. I'd like uh I'm gonna send it to you and then you can choose whether you share it with the group or not. Mm. Uh da 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 I I need to like propose something to everyone. 
I need to find out what happened to the Kenku and where the rest of them are. I've got a few leads, but it means that I need to go to the mountains in Cornest. I need to go to Ormond, which is where we're going next, so that's fine. Uh, but I need to go to the Principal Principality of Smotvia. <clears throat> and, you know, I mean, I'm happy to just make the journey myself if that's whatever. But you still have the, um, the communication stone Isaac gave you, correct? Yes. We could make your life easier and check out the mountains of Cornest and inform you if we find anything. I don't think the mountains will let you get close. Well, if they don't, we can let you know that at least. I would appreciate that a lot. Okay. Just don't go breaking into my house while I'm away. <laughs> <laughs> Try me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, mm, I can't really fucking. I need to be closer to where I was at. What, to stab him? Yes, he's a fucking cop. Uh, we can no. probably call him now. Yeah, but. Get him on the phone. There's only so many words that Little Bird has access to. Would you consider Zatish a friend? Probably, yeah. Satish could just communicate it to Isaac. I need to find... Uh, I think you said she was a ha uh, an album one. Uh, but Nasia Zinven. Yeah. Um, because she's the one who wrote the book, literally, on Kenku history. Yeah. Uh, but I need to find her. I can contact Isaac and see if we have any leads. Again, I would appreciate it. <laughs> okay. You tell me what you want to say. Um, I just need to know where she is, or if there's a more intact copy of her book, because the only one we got was in Gripley and was destroyed. Um, you see, I pull a small stone out and go, uh, Isaac, I know you said not to contact you until I was in the capital. Um, little Bird has some questions, and you hear, Little Who? Oh, Little Bird, right. Um, sure, shoot. Um, they're asking about a um, Nelvin lady who wrote. A book on Kenku called Nasia Zinven. Yeah, we've got a couple of records on her. Um, she went radio silent. Well, not radio silent. She went silent um, about two years ago. Uh, last seen in Rockall. Um, other than that, nothing. How do I spell Rockall? Um, it's one of the continents of Tria. It's R-H-O-K-O-L. K-O-L. 
on the tenements. So is the Principality of Smotvia like a country? Um, no, they're all like um, regions within Tria. Uh, it, you haven't seen the world map, have you? Principality of Smotvia is a region within Tria, which is the place that you're in right now. Same as the Marquis of Beaked. Right. Okay. Um. Apparently there's a Kenku band in Orimund, which... I mean, I, I need to know something about them. Uh, she refers that, uh, like, rebounds that to Ozak, and he goes, uh, uh, yeah, they're called the Squawking Buzzards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking of course they are. Um, they perform at quite a few taverns, uh, very sporadic. Cool music, though. Very angry. Um, they can't really speak, so it's mostly squawking. Uh, it would be the... They essentially make... It, do they make grindcore? Screamo dark metal. Fuck yeah. Screamo dark metal, but it's Fuck all yeah. bird squawks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's like good shit. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to ask is, do they have one of Zinven's uh, books like anywhere um, in the city that I could get access to? can always try the library. Yeah, that's probably Get a place as any to look for books. You know, actually, that's a fucking good idea. Can I go back to what I'm doing and in the background you hear, are you coming back? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be there in a second. <laughs> almost like dial tone. <laughs> I interrupted in mid-fuck to get some yeah. information. <laughs> uh... Well, fuck yeah. Uh, I want to thank Zatish because yeah. Zatish also looks at you and she goes, "I I have something, but I can't give it to you right now because we're in in the uh, the spring." Um, but it's it's in the hut, and if you all look in community items, that is a small overview of the map of Tria. Oh God, okay. You, you can see how small the Marquis of Beaked actually is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's some shit. There we go. Right. Gooey, because you read the books there, you would notice that you see in Eustrax, there's the weird, like, U with the dot on it in Islands. Hmm. There's a smaller island right above that that you can't see on the map that is where you met Captain. I just sort of point to it and sort of look at him. You remember the monoliths, yes? Oh, how can I not? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we were all, all the way up there. It's going to be a weird question because I know that I haven't actually. Gu hasn't spent a minute to do this, but doesn't really have anything other than just waking up in that tower, yeah? Uh, not wise. at the moment. That's fucking not answer. Not currently, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm also trying to decide who the hell should have this. It could be a party item. You all can just share it. 
we all also, hold onto the sword. It depends if you're gonna share it with the party, right? Yeah, Gooey's just sort of like half looking at the map and sort of like, well, sort of almost split into two smaller Gooey's at this point. <laughs> One of them's working on this scabbard or sheath. And then after a while, just sort of slowly starts to focus more on this thing. And so I'm just kind of doesn't even know if they really should be holding it. It's okay. Where? It only it only does what it says. It's not gonna do the thing to other things that may house things. If you get what I okay. mean. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna pick it up. Um. Well, you can post the image in community items if you want. I'll, ex or do you I'll want explain. Me to I'll okay. just explain it for for added effect. Essentially, this will seal away weapons, making oh. them useless. That explains why I couldn't pull the sword out. Is there a sword in it? Yeah. But yes, this thing in combination with mimic blood as well as the bark of an elder tree can seal away magical weapons or weapons That's really cool. so um, captain uh, and little birds and Kyrie, keep your swords away from this please little birds just like cuddle their swords only if it's magically imbued it'll do that thing by the way yep keep that thing away from me please I mean, <laughs> technically my sword is because, no, yeah, maybe. It counts as a magical uh, weapon. Yeah, but that's because of your class, not because of the weapon. Yeah, but because it's one weapon that I have identified, okay, it's like it, it becomes magical. Which makes okay, sense. yeah, everyone just needs to keep their swords yeah. away from it. Yeah, <laughs> swords, I'm good. I don't know who should hold on to this. So Mechanically speaking, would you have to, like, go up to something? Essentially, the way this thing works is, do you have to, like, affix it within five feet, or do you throw it, or what do you do with it? As long as it touches the thing, it's gonna try and thingy it, unless there's something already in it. It just eats things. Oh, so it's also hungry. Oh, god, no. What if we put the amulet to it? Is it just gonna, like, cancel each other out? I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> well, it's specifically... Two voraciously hungry things. Let's have them meet. Mm. But it specifically, specifically says a blade, so... I don't know how that works. It, it fixes around any weapon. Or any uh, weapon? Yeah. yeah, the blade was just misinput on my part. Oh, okay. I don't get too close to things, so maybe it's not the best for me. You can throw it. Never mind. <laughs> as long as some part of that touches some part of an enchanted weapon, it's going to seal to it unless something's already in it. I can hold on to it, and if we find anything useless or not good for us, I can let it have some food. If you've got Bay magic. It can only be unbound with fey magic. Unbound? This is true. Yeah, so once it seals to something, you have to use fey magic to get it to unseal from it. Huh. It's essentially something 
like of an artifact that's been used to seal or like this kind of thing was used to seal big scary weapons that the Fae didn't want humanity to kind of use. Yeah. Oh, but what is like specifically Fae magic though? Magic of the Fae? <laughs> well, can can we use that magic? <laughs> no. Fae magic is magic from um Fuck, actually, you know more about face stuff than I do. Can uh, you explain this better than I can? Yeah. Um, it, it literally just means magic that has come from a being from the Feywild. Yeah. Pixies and um, Eurocars oh. and such. Alternatively, someone who has, uh, like, as a warlock, bound themselves to a Fey. Yeah. Or any sort of oh, Fey okay. background, or sorry, Fey class, I guess. You may also notice on the map, there is actually a place in Tria for fey creatures called the Cladium Feocracy. Oh, that's what that last word, that word is. Yeah. It was Theocracy, but I was like, no. Pun. Fey. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, actually thought of that one. Who yeah, wants to hold on to it? Does nobody want the creepy bark scabbard with an eyeball? The eye does move around. <laughs> I mean... I'll Ow. hold on to it, if you don't want the roots like kind of squirm and twist around the blade as well. Oh, okay. Because there is it? currently a blade sealed in there. I mean, so you, can ha you can have it. It's fine. I'm indifferent. Mm, <laughs> and if we're speaking about personal places to go, I didn't know there was another like me. It also seems to have more of a personality. Though mm -hmm. so I wouldn't mind going to Cornest. I just need to like figure out what happened. Hmm. Yeah, I, I get that that you need to find out some stuff. We all have some stuff that we are looking for. My it's personal endeavors are not as important as the rest of you. So Ooh. I can wait. Also, I'm not done with all of you anyway. What? That also, sounds very sinister. <laughs> oh. But on that note, that's where we're going to end this episode. I hope you've all enjoyed, both viewers and players. Um, and we'll catch you all next Monday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.